Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I have uh, some questions, and that may be putting it mildly, about this train accident in Ohio. Now, a lot of you who may be new to the show probably wondering, well, Dan, why didn't you address it yesterday? Because we don't typically do that. We have the Bongino rule here where, you know, sometimes we have to stray from it because of the gravity uh, of of hap- what's happening and the volume of stuff that comes out immediately. This story had the gravity component to it, obviously, this train incident. If you haven't heard about it, oh, stay tuned. But the facts were sparse. Matter of fact, so sparse that even representatives of the media were literally arrested for what appears to be asking questions about it. We've got that. Nikki Haley announced for president. Got a loaded show today. I'm going to show you how the disinformation machine works around what I think may be this incident in Ohio, too. A absolutely stacked show. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? Kind of weird, right? Well, that's what happens every time you go online. Your internet provider can store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN when I go online. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you're doing online. Now, you're probably wondering, well, if I'm routing all of my data to a VPN, does it mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and they log my data? Well, many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no-logs claim even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PricewaterhouseCoopers, audit their technology. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to get three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. You don't regret it. You won't regret it. You don't want the government watching what you're doing online. I don't trust them. That's why. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting a little, oh, uh, yeah. you're getting a little happy with the trigger finger there? I'm ready to go, Let me brother. try that again. Let's do a double here. All, All right. right, Joe. Let's go. Thank you. Double yeah. bell. That yeah. may be the first bell we've... That's the first double bell we've I think ever that done? may be. Well, yeah. Right, good. It's always, uh, it's always time for uh, breaking It's a special uh, breaking day. Glass yeah. <laughs> it is a special day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Nikki Haley, just uh, quickly, Nikki Haley, former uh, governor of uh, South Carolina and an ambassador under the Trump administration uh, is announcing now that she's going to be running for president. And I just want to just throw a couple quick thoughts out there on this because I'm getting a ton of email from people. Dan, this is going to take away from Trump, from the Trump people. Dan, this is going to take away from DeSantis, from the DeSantis people. Listen, please listen. Dan, oh, in the third email I'm getting a lot of, is this is going to destroy our chances of beating Biden uh, if he makes it that far to the next uh, election. I'm not sure. I'm still not convinced he's going to run, but we'll see. Listen, I have having run for office and having been through presidential campaigns as an agent and as a candidate, I feel like there are a handful of people who can comment on this like I can. It's not a hey, look at me moment. This is a fact. Couple of notes on this. Hostile, even nasty, vigorous, robust primaries are an awesome thing. What do you mean? We've got to waste our resources fighting each other while Biden's going to get a cakewalk. No, you are looking at this all wrong. Those are not wasted resources. Let me just give you the facts up front. Why even? Did the Obama-Hillary primary that went all the way to the end, by the way, and there was talk of superdelegates and a mutiny 
millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars wasted in the primary. How bad did that hurt Obama, Joe? Don't you remember the election when uh, President McCain defeated Obama? Oh, 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 yeah. You don't remember? Obama you don't remember won. that? He, 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 no, he didn't. He, did he win that? I know you're a Damn. little younger than us, but. Damn. Did, Obama did win. Yes, he said he did. So, Joe, I'm glad. Yeah, so strange. Ah, Dan, that's just one example. Um, Yeah, okay. uh, Do you remember the the, the President McCain, the initial President McCain, when he won the primary against Bush? Oh, no, he lost with Bush. And Bush later went on to win and become the the president over Al Gore. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. That was a nasty primary, too. Last minute, Bush was accused of being a draft dodger at a at a drunk. I remember. And, you know, it really damaged. I mean, obviously, it really damaged Donald Trump, his uh, primary. I mean, it's how we got President Hillary. Oh, that's right. We didn't we didn't get President Hillary <laughs> and Donald Trump. It was Donald Trump versus basically the entire Republican Party. <laughs> Folks, primaries are an awesome thing. You should welcome Nikki Haley to the race. You may not like her politics. You don't have to endorse her. You may be a Trump guy, a DeSantis guy. You may be a Ted Cruz guy or or a lady out there. That's fine. But please do not buy into this hype that primaries are a bad thing. Now, just briefly, why do they work? Because I've been through this. Because candidates run for primary, Joe, in my honest, candid opinion, they get lazy. They don't go out there. They don't work hard. They're not fighting anything. They're waiting late, basically until the general election. I mean, they'll go and do perfunctory appearances, but you need, Rocky needs his clubber Lang, right? Yeah, Rocky doesn't need uh, the big yank bull. <laughs> go watch Rocky 3, you'll see what I mean. He needs, he doesn't need big yank. He needs clubber. Yeah. And then candidates who run against people like clubber Lang rather than big yank bull, they go out, they knock on doors, they're running commercials, they're getting name ID, they're raising money, they're calling donors, they're shaking hands, they're kissing babies. Because politics is three things, media coverage, money, and voter contacts. You're not getting a lot of media coverage if you're not in a primary. Why? Because there's nothing to talk about. Look at Donald Trump now. He's been relatively out of the media. Now you're going to see the attacks pick up and Trump's going to be back in the media cycle. Second, you're not really raising money. Why? Hey, I need money to defeat uh, X, Y, and Z in the primary. Okay, good. If you're a supporter, I'll give it to you. Hey, I need money. Why? Uh, Because I need it. The donors aren't interested either. Finally, voter contacts. Like I just said, I just explained it. You get lazy. You're not kissing babies and shaking hands if you don't have clubber to fight. Don't sweat this. Primaries are a good, I would argue, necessary thing. Okay, let's move on here. By the way, hat tip in advance to uh, Kanakoa at Substack and on on Twitter. Kanakoa, K-A-N-E-K-O-A. What a great site. Uh, I got some decent information using that and some other folks who called me about this. I've been holding off discussing this Ohio train disaster. And I'm calling it a disaster because I don't know about you, but Keith, do you speak Spanish a little bit? I've got a lot of preguntas, which means questions in my... Worst, I, I, my Spanish, my Spanish is really terrible, but it's getting there. I got a lot of questions about what happened there in Ohio. Where's Biden, by the way, on this? Where is uh, Buttigieg, our transportation secretary? What's the damage? Who did this? Is this terror length? Is it sabotage? Is it just a mechanical failure? 
I got some questions. This is the kind of thing you'd think Joe Biden, given that one appears to be one of the most significant environmental disasters in modern American history is going on in Ohio right now. And have you heard about this anywhere else outside of conservative media? Probably not. Now, if it was the Trump administration, what do you think would be on the front page of the New York Times? Ooh. Donald lazy yeah. Donald Trump yeah. and his horrible transportation secretary idle at the wheel drinking Diet Cokes and eating ice cream while the environment's destroyed in a in a an environmental disaster in a tra it could be terror it could be a Donald Trump asleep at the wheel you'd see it everywhere but of course because it's the Biden administration and the media has their lips surgically attached to its ass you hear almost nothing. Let's go through some video first. This is from, I believe, Now This. I've got some questions about this controlled burn decision. So if you haven't heard, this train went off the rails, basically had uh, an incident. No one knows what. Was it sabotage? Did it just derail? Was it terrorism? Nobody seems to have any answers yet. But there is, a, there is an answer. This is why I waited. There is an answer about what the train was carrying. Some of the payload on the train were some extremely hazardous chemicals. So rather than doing a cleanup operation, they decided to do a controlled burn in a risk mitigation procedure. Was that the right decision? I don't know. Listen to this video first about what exactly is burning and what happened there. And you tell me. Check this out. This all started with a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, a town of nearly 5,000 people. Five of the cars that derailed were carrying vinyl chloride, a dangerous chemical linked to multiple cancers. It's used to make a whole bunch of things from car parts to PVC piping. But on its own, vinyl chloride can cause blisters, headaches, dizziness, and can be deadly if breathed in for too long. It's also unstable, and at least one of the train cars was at risk of exploding and sending deadly shrapnel flying as far as a mile. And while that massive explosion didn't end up happening, many are wondering if the way authorities are going about Mitigating the incident is the best course of action. To avoid a catastrophic explosion, officials conducted a controlled release of vinyl chloride a few days after the derailment. They pierced the train cars so the vinyl chloride could drain into a trench and burn. It resulted in this. Authorities said that the controlled burn would release hydrogen chloride and phosgene into the air. Yes, as in World War I chemical weapon phosgene. So what does that mean for residents? Well, everyone living within at least a two-mile radius of the derailment site was ordered to evacuate. Ahead of the controlled burn, authorities released an evacuation map and essentially said if you're in this area, leave or risk dying because of toxic fumes. Authorities have been monitoring the air and water quality since the controlled release started and said that none of the readings were concerning, but many evacuated residents still have questions, namely when they'll be able to return home safely. While the possibility for a massive explosion is no longer a danger, there's been no timeline given for when it will be safe for people to return to the affected area. Um, yeah, why? These sound, those chemicals sound a little dangerous, uh... Now, again, I have some, I have some questions here. Like why do we decide to burn them off? Is this one of those, let's make this problem go away quickly things? Well, Dan, the government, the EPA, and everyone else, they're suggesting otherwise. Well, I don't trust the government, okay, uh, about anything because they lie all the time. I'm not suggesting there's some kind of scandal or cover-up here. I, I don't know that. I am suggesting, however, that I don't take the government's first answer as the right one ever. And if you stick to that policy, you'll probably be better off in the long run. So what does this vinyl chloride chemical they've been burning off exactly do? Because it sounds a little bit dangerous to me. Well, this gentleman on TikTok got a lot of play. He claims to be some kind of chemical engineer or something like that. I don't say claims because I'm not challenging him. I just, I don't, I don't know the man personally. But you've seen this on some media outlets 
conservative media, it's mostly only Fox that's been reporting on this. Everyone else is ignoring this story, which is really convenient. I thought the left cared about the environment, Joe. Wasn't that the, wasn't that the, yeah. that, was their, that was their thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You heard that? So uh, listen to this gentleman about vinyl chloride and uh, what it does basically when it's burned off. Uh, this doesn't sound that great for the environment. Take a listen. Vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, there's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Wow, that sounds bad. Wow. Yeah. Hydrochloric acid and acid rain. That sounds really bad. Sounds like something out of the, uh, the Old Testament. Like one of the plagues. Where are the environmentalists on this? Just kind of curious. Why isn't Biden come out and giving a press conference on this? Anybody else asking those questions? You know, the environmentalists, they got to save the six-legged speckled newt in California so they're starving everyone of water so we all die and have no food, no irrigated farmland and no water. They don't seem to care about the plague being unleashed upon us in Ohio. It's kind of strange. Everybody's so quiet there. Gets even worse. Here's a local news outlet, excuse me, WKBN, reporting on three additional chemicals discovered on East Palestine uh, train derailment. A hazardous materials specialist, Sil Caggiano, nice Irish guy, he said, we basically nuked the town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. You know, it's that the EPA in this piece sent a letter to Norfolk Southern, that's the uh, train uh, company that runs this train, stating that ethylene glycol, monobutyl ether, ethyl hexyl acrylate, and isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, breached, and or on fire. That sounds really bad, folks. Sounds to me, looks to me like a scene from the original Batman movie when Jack Nicholson falls in that vat of chemicals, comes out as the Joker. Unfortunately, there's no jokes in this one. This is real. This guy, uh, Sil Caggiano, notes that this Ethyl hexyl acrylate is especially worrisome. It's a carcinogen for the liberals. That means it could cause cancer. And contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose and throat and cause coughing and shortness of breath. Isobutylene is known to cause dizziness and drowsiness when inhaled. He notes, I was surprised when they quickly told the people they can go back home. Well, they did. But then said if they feel like they want their homes tested so they can have them tested, I'd far rather... I would have far rather they did all the testing, Caggiano said. Go back home. Nothing to see here, folks. Don't you worry. Head on back to the casita.
Again, if Donald Trump was in charge, what would the headline be, Joe? Donald Trump murders residents of Palestine, Ohio for telling them to go back home. Yes, sir. Serial murderer, Donald Trump. Walter Walge said, the Jason Voorhees of our time. Here's a local news report on how things are going over there. And they're going just peachy as dead fish started showing up. When I see dead fish and dead birds, that means to me, get the hell out of there quick. Listen to the local news and listen to the EPA guy responding afterwards. Again, is he lying? I'm not suggesting that. Could be just a bureaucrat doing his job. Not everyone's evil in the government. However, as I told you, I trust nobody in the government because everything the government's told me about just about every significant issue in the last six to 10 years has been fake. So take a listen about the dead fish showing up there. Sounds kind of worrisome to me. After this couple saw dead fish in this creek that you're looking at, they're deciding to not take any chances. Oh, there was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up in Leslie Run. He and his wife noticed them last night, barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment five miles away. This is huge, huge environmental effects. That's now one of many concerns the EPA now faces. The impact of the fish, yes, there was a, a impact of those. However, the levels as we have seen it are protective to groundwater. We are aware there are some wells along that for residential wells. Environmental cleanup crews were at and actually in that water today. Again, I'm not suggesting the guy's lying and be irresponsible. I don't know the guy. I've never met the guy. He could be a good, decent guy. I knew a lot of people in the government that were there just doing their jobs. I'm just telling you, folks, I find it awfully odd, don't you, that what could be one of the most destructive, atrocious environmental disasters of our time has been largely ignored by the so-called environmentalists in the media. And we've heard almost nothing. Almost nothing from the Biden administration and the mainstream media, the hacks and goons in the media about this at all. It's almost as if they're hiding something. Guys, at least uh, we got somebody on the job. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Corrine Jean-Pierre's on? No, 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 not Corrine Jean-Pierre. <laughs> Better than Corrine Jean-Pierre, a superior communicator. A man, <laughs> you, you don't even know what it is yet. Why are you laughing? He's a... A superior communicator is on the job. Of course, as we know, there isn't a human being on planet Earth that says less by saying more than Pete Buttigieg. So he is the transportation secretary, a man uh, given the moniker Pothole Pete when he was the mayor of a town in Indiana, apparently couldn't even fill a pothole. So if you're a Democrat, what better guy than Joe would you pick, right? To yeah. be the transportation secretary. Can't oh, fill man. a pothole. Yeah. Democrats, <laughs> he specializes in incompetence. Let's make him the transportation secretary. Listen, he was all over this. I mean, involved trains, a major means of transportation. That's his thing. So he had a lot to say about it yesterday. Dee, if you cue this up, I'm, I'm glad this communication specialist got right to the point. Check it out. To work with your contractors, uh, to work with your community colleges on building a workforce that reflects the community. Sure. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a, a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them. But everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing doing the good paying jobs don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. Come on, man. You guys got to get it together. I'm trying to do a show here. My arm is all messed up. Was that the right cut? Busting my ass. No, you've come on. 
sent you to cut this morning, man. What the hell are you doing? Playing with the dog? And Guy comes in here doing nothing the last two hours. That's not the cut. I said the Pete Buttigieg cut where he talked about the Ohio disaster. I mean, he's an environmentalist too, right? He's a transportation guy. Not the cut about him claiming construction is now racist. I mean, not, that's not the cut. Damn. Freaking incompetence on this show. It's stunning. You're both fired. <laughs> Folks, you can apply for a new job. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. That is the cut. Uh, that was Pete Buttigieg's statement uh, about uh, racist construction jobs in your neighborhood. So, uh, you know, you need new homes and stuff in your neighborhood? Nope. We're more worried about the color of the skin of the people building the homes than actually building the homes themselves. There's Buttigieg. Nobody says less by saying more than Pothole Pete. Guy's really knocking it out of the park, isn't he, fellas? That's transportation secretary? Yeah. Really killing it. I mean, whether it's planes, trains, or automobiles, Pothole Pete, he'll F it up. I got more on this. Story gets even crazier. What if I told you there was a movie that was put out not that long ago? No, I'm not kidding. It's not a Babylon Bee story. About a train derailment near Palestine, Ohio, with chemicals on it. That caused a disaster. Right before there was an actual train derailment in Palestine, Ohio, that caused a disaster. Too Somebody weird. gets some inspiration. There. Oh, uh, yeah. Way. Somebody watch that. It's kind of strange. Folks, today's show brought to you by MDHearing.com. MDHearing.com. My food shopping bill's gone through the roof like yours. Feels like everything's gotten more expensive, except crystal clear hearing. MD Hearing just made their Neo rechargeable digital hearing aids only $149.99 each when you buy a pair that's over 90% less than clinic hearing aids. And they work great. My mother-in-law is using them now. The Neo model fits right inside your ear. She loves them. No one will even know they're there. MD Hearing is sold over 1 million hearing aids, and they offer a 45-day risk-free trial with a 100% money-back guarantee. My mother-in-law just put them in yesterday, but we just got them from MD Hearing, and she loves them. So if you want MD Hearing's smallest hearing aid ever, go to mdhearing.com and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, a $100 value, just for listeners of the Dan Bongino podcast. So head on over, don't wait, to mdhearing.com, use our promo code Bongino, and get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. MDHearing.com. Don't wait. They're really great. Check them out. Thanks, MD Hearing. All right, back to the show. So, no, this is real. There is a movie that was out on Netflix about just this. Uh, if you doubt me, here's a small cut from the trailer of the actual movie. Check this out. Life is good, Jack. I hope it lasts forever. Let's watch a sitcom or something. No! They're calling it the Airborne Toxic Event. We won't come this way. Will we have to leave our home? Of course not. How do you know? I just know. Okay, what if it's dangerous? Now, listen, let me just be clear here for my audience. When I'm speculating and clearly speculating based on a paucity of facts, I'm violating my own Bongino rule. But once in a while, I'll do it and violate the rule when I'm clear to you that I'm speculating and not to run with anything. But 
I did a lot of work in protective intelligence in my prior line of work. In other words, interviewing people with pathological disorders, sociopaths who threatened the president and others, a lot of work. I wound up in that squad for a number of reasons. I probably wound up in the Secret Service because I had a graduate degree in psychology, which was very helpful when you know, interviewing people with psychological disorders. The only reason I bring any of this up is, you know, people who have psychopathological disorders and want to cause harm to others find inspiration in the weirdest places. I find it awfully odd that this movie came out and then this is where it's describing exactly what happened in the movie and then exactly what happened in the movie. Well, not exactly, but the general plot of the movie happened in, in, in real life. Is this an incident in the sabotage? It's a question. Again, I'm speculating. I don't know. It could just be a standard that trains derail a lot. I wish they didn't. It's not a, not a rare incident. They don't happen all the time, but it happens often enough that, you know, there's the possibility of just a mechanical failure is there. So to give you both sides of the issue, because I'm asking you a question, was it sabotage? Did someone take inspiration from this? Was this an act of terrorism? It's only fair to give you the other side as well. There is some evidence it may have been a mechanical issue. This is a local news report. It's important. Talks about some video at a train crossing where this train, this is bef- obviously before the derailment. You're going to notice in the report, they talk about, or if you're watching on Rumble, you'll see it. There are some sparks flying out. And you can clearly see them in the video from underneath one of the cars that derailed. Was there something wrong with that axle? So it could just be a mechanical problem. This video obtained by our news partners at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette was taken by a security camera at an equipment manufacturing plant in Salem, Ohio, some 20 miles from East Palestine. You can see what appear to be sparks or flames under one of the cars as it passes the plant. The NTSB referenced the video at a news conference earlier this week. We uh, have attained two videos which show preliminary indications of mechanical issues on one of the rail car axles. That second video came from a processing plant a mile down the track also in Salem. In front of that plant is a hot box detector which scans the temperature of the axles as the train passes and sounds an alert if they're overheated. The crew did receive an alarm from a wayside the defect detector shortly before the derailment indicating a mechanical issue. Then an emergency brake application initiated. The NTSB says there was an alert, but it is not known if it came from the hot box detector in Salem or the next one down the track 20 miles away in East Palestine, where that derailment happened. And if the alert wasn't triggered when the train passed Salem, why not? I'm just giving you both sides. It's the right thing to do. You know, I don't, I don't jump on, that's why the, I don't jump on these stories immediately. So I wanted to wait for all of it to come in. So it looks like it could be a mechanical. Having said that, just because it wasn't mechanical doesn't necessarily preclude sabotage as well. What do you mean, Dan? It's one or the other. No, it's not. Was a mechanical caused by sabotage is the question we should be asking too. We'll see. We're going to wait for the story to come out, more facts, and we're going to get them for you here. Uh, you know, it's, it's shocking too with all these toxic fumes being spewed into the air that the government, which has relied so much on masks to prevent microscopic COVID viruses from entering, you know, because they're so successful at doing that. Stunned they're not recommending mask wearing over there. I mean, that would clearly solve all the problems. Don't you guys agree? Man. I mean, it stops COVID. Good and point, it's so dude. small. Yeah. 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 COVID, you know, viruses, like really microscopic and tiny. You've got these microscopic uh, particles of this gas. So the mask, the surgical mask uh, would likely stop all that. Of course, I'm kidding. 
Uh, that is a really a bad <laughs> joke, and I, I wouldn't want to be sued. But the government, which does recommend that, uh, doesn't really care for COVID. So kind of weird how they've been hesitant to recommend that here. Maybe because you'd get someone killed. Just like you may have gotten people killed during COVID by telling them they were safe with a mask on when, in fact, it did nothing. Just a thought. Now, why am I asking questions? Why do I not take the government's explanation uh, at first drop? Well, because the government lies about everything all the time. I think, I think that part's fairly obvious, correct? Also, why are they arresting reporters who are asking questions? Here's a News Nation guy, Newsweek covered it. Moment the reporter is arrested during Ohio train derailment segment goes viral. Uh, you think? Why, why so secretive? Trust nobody on this. Trust the facts as they come out and research them. I want to throw something else in the mix, too, while we're on the topic of how this happened. Remember this? The Guardian and others reported on it a while ago. This is from November of 2022. Joe Biden blew it. Train rail unions decry plan to impose a deal through Congress. Remember this? The train rail unions? They were... Uh, negotiating with the White House and others for a new contract, and it went off the rails. Horrible pun, but definitely intended. There's a lot of acrimony in the train business right now is what I'm getting at. Does that mean someone sabotaged it? It does not. Does that mean that that happened and the acrimony is real? And does it point to a potential motive if there was sabotage? It does. Should you be asking questions? You should. Should you ignore liberal nutbags who will say, this is a conspiracy? You should. And the more liberals double down and start calling it a conspiracy theory, when we're clearly indicating we're speculating, the more they double down. What does that mean, fellas? That means we should be looking more into that question yeah. as liberals double down in their nonsense. Tucker had a great segment about this last night, the potential sabotage question. I'm going to play two cuts from it because they're worth your time. And I'm going to show you how disinformation works and why I'm very concerned that this may be something more than a mechanical. And we're going to stay on it. Let me get to my next sponsor first, patriotmobile.com slash Dan. The customer service is great. Just ask Guy, he'll tell you. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile's emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and you like the service, but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G network. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and our freedoms. Plus, they don't just offer service for, for consumers. They have great business plans, too, for almost any size company. Switching is easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call the 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. There's no reason not to give them a try. Just make that switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Guy, how much you love their customer service? Really great. See, Guy is a big fan. Me too. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Get away from big mobile. Okay, so is this sabotage? Again, I'm telling you, we don't know that. The story is still relatively new, and we're going to continue to follow it. We're going to give you facts, unlike goons in the media. Tucker did a great segment on this last night. Not just about this, but other incidences of potential sabotage. 
And I'm getting very concerned. I'm getting concerned because when you combine this with the Chinese spy balloon story, um, are they mapping out, are people mapping out potential terrorists and enemies in the United States, critical infrastructure, and doing dry runs for attacks later on? If China were to say evade Taiwan, I don't know. But it's the kind of thing, if I were a national security official, and when I was a Secret Service agent, I got paid to think about. Here, take a listen to part one of this with Tucker. This is interesting. Check it out. Over the last two years, the FBI has investigated more than 40 cases of rail sabotage in Washington state alone, in one state. Now, a lot of those attacks involve so-called shunt devices. Those are wires stretched between tracks that interfere with the train's electrical signals and cause derailments. In one incident, just before Christmas in 2020, a shunt caused a train to derail in Custer, Washington. That train spilled 30,000 gallons of crude oil and forced locals to evacuate their homes. Well, that's not the environmental disaster that Joe Biden talks about, because, of course, he can't buy solar panels from the Chinese to fix it. But it was, objectively speaking, an act of terrorism. The interesting thing is, very often, in fact, in the majority of cases, people who commit acts of terrorism against infrastructure, whoever they are, are never punished. And the ones who are caught aren't really punished. One woman who tried to destroy trains using a shunt got out of jail after only a year. Oh, so no one's paying any attention and no one really seems to care because what does that have to do with environmental racism and climate? And possibly as a result of that attitude, there are an awful lot of train derailments in this country, many more than you may realize. In the last calendar year, more than a thousand trains went off the tracks in the United States. Well, how's that for a metaphor? Just today, two more trains derailed. One of them was in South Carolina and one was in Texas near Houston. The train near Houston was also carrying hazardous materials, as so many trains are. Again, one of the few places and locations you'll find people asking questions like, are these attacks? Are conservative media who ask these questions? The left-wing media, because Biden's in charge, and any negative news is sidelined if it doesn't make Biden look good, the rotting bag of oatmeal, you're not going to know anything about any of this or any of those other attacks either. Was it sabotage? I don't know but I'd certainly like to know. Here's part two where Tucker, Tucker goes back to the sabotage question and has some interesting commentary on this I think you need to hear. Take a listen. What's going on here exactly? We're not even going to guess, but we can tell you the chaos is not limited to our rail system. There have also been many recent attacks on our power grid. Very few of those attacks have been widely reported. Last year, there were more than 100 attacks of them in the United States, attacks on our power grid. In North Carolina this winter, for example, nearly 50,000 people lost their power in freezing temperatures when somebody shot up two energy substations and so on. Why is it not a big story? Oh, it's not a story at all. And of course, at the same time, we've also seen a series of bizarre accidents befalling the food industry, threatening our food supply. That would include unexplained fires and plane crashes and processing plants to chicken feed that seems to stop egg production. Boy, next they'll be coming for the water. Oh, wait, they are. Less than a month into the Biden administration was also a highly sophisticated attack on the water supply outside Tampa. 
Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Galtieri says a water treatment plant operator first noticed the remote access hack. The bad actor increased the amount of sodium hydroxide or lye in the water supply from 100 parts per million to more than 11,000. For the 15,000 residents of Oldsmar, Florida, the increase of sodium hydroxide in the water supply could have caused vomiting, chest, and abdominal pain. This type of activity and this type of hacking of critical infrastructure is not necessarily limited to just water supply systems. It can be anything. Food plants, attacks on those, we've covered those extensively. Remember that show, Joe, where we went through the list oh, yeah. and the rather long list of food plants under times. attack, apparently, yeah. sabotaged or accidents. Tucker just went over the railway incidents. We've seen, of course, chicken farms, plants producing eggs. We've seen our railways now. It sounds to me like there's a problem with critical infrastructure, food and farm sabotage going on, or, or, or maybe at the least there's enough incidences that would warrant some accountability from the federal government and the media that would be slightly curious. What about our water plants? You think that's critical infrastructure? We need water, fellas. I missed bio 101. We, a little bit? Yeah. A little bit? Like a, yeah, we do. Once yeah, in I think a while. we do. So, yeah, once. Once in a while we do, I have a little thing right here just in case of emergency. Oh. Crack this, drink, it clears dehydration like that. It's kind of weird. It's like uh, stopping a phone from ringing. You know how you do it? You just pick it up. It's so weird. So it's strange that that incident you heard about in uh, Tampa, in the Tampa area, about a water system being sabotaged and hacked into. You haven't heard about that, right? Well, why? Well, probably because it was under the Biden administration and the media, which kisses its ass, is eager to make everything go away and make Biden look like uh, anything but the rotting bag of oatmeal he is. Which is really funny because it made me think of this story reported on in 2017. The story was, now keep in mind, is January 1st of 2017. So Donald Trump is about to swear in. So what, what's going on January 1st of 2017, fellas? The Russia collusion hoax is in full swing. So our corrupt, disgusting filth in the media, uh, which specializes in agitprop propaganda, lying, misinformation, and disinformation, they needed to make you believe that the Russians were destroying the country, stealing elections, and that Donald Trump was Vladimir Putin's little pal, was his massage therapist or something. So how does this tie to water plant sabotage and other sabotages Tucker just talked about? Well, remember this story in Forbes? They talked about uh, fake news and how the Washington Post rewrote its story on the Russian hacking of the power grid. They talked about this Russian hacking and a Vermont uh, electric grid through a utility in Vermont and all this stuff. The Russian hacking operation, Grizzly Step. And you were like, oh, my gosh, they've even got the name Grizzly Step. Look at this. Donald Trump just got elected by the Russians and the Russians attacked a Vermont utility grid. They're shutting us down. The story was everywhere. Everywhere, MSNBC, all of them were like fangs, blood dripping from their fangs, reporting out Donald Trump colluded with the Russians to steal an election and are hacking our utility grid. What was the problem with the story is Forbes uh, notes uh, fake news and how the Washington Post rewrote its story on the hacking of the power grid. Turns out the narrative was false. The chronology below will show and it illustrates how effectively false and misleading news can ricochet through the global news echo chamber through the pages of top-tier newspapers who fail to properly verify their facts. No, they'll verify their facts when they make Republicans uh, uh, look bad. 
uh, when they don't verify their facts is when they want a story to make Republicans look, uh, excuse me, when, they, when, when, when Democrats look good, they'll verify their facts. When they got a story about Republicans, they'll just run it without doing so. Excuse me. Now, showing you how the media is involved in an extensive misinformation and disinformation machine and how they're always accusing us of what they're doing. I want to play a video coming up next of probably, I would, I'd venture to say, the queen of misinformation, MSNBC's Nicole Wallace, a woman who has been on the wrong side of just about every single major story of our time, but she does it intentionally. She uses her outlets, just like the Washington Post and others did, to promote misinformation and disinformation while claiming when we expose them that we're the ones doing it. The video you're going to see is at ORF Orf on Twitter. They put this together. It is amazing. Now, it's longer than we usually play. Granted, Joe and Guy both had some concerns. I made the executive decision to play the two minutes straight through because I think it's important you see just how the media, how you cannot trust anything they say on the train derailment, on the eggplants, on farms, chicken farms, railways, air, Spygate, Russia, impeachment, Ukraine. Trust nothing they say. I'm going to back it up when you see this video. First, let me get to our last sponsor, Birch Gold. The U.S. has just blown through the debt ceiling, folks. We're preparing to spend ridiculously more amounts of money to them. What happens when they get that money? The answer is they get it from the Fed who prints it. So what? What does that mean for you? When they start to print money, that's more money in circulation, which drives inflation through the roof. Okay, how does that affect me? Well, it destroys the value of everything you own, your assets, your income, everything. Okay, Dan, I need to fix that. Well, diversify into gold like I do with Birch Gold, B-I-R-C-H. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is dependable. I'm a multiple-time customer to Birch Gold. They make it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Just text Dan to 989898 to claim your free information kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Think about it. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Dan to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold is who I trust to protect my future and yours. Don't wait, folks. Text Dan to 989898 today. Past performance not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. Thanks, Birch Gold. So here it is. I, again, I made the decision, if uh, I understand, if you think this is a little too long. But this is a stunning piece by Orf on Twitter. I saw it on Glenn Greenwald's account about the queen of misinformation over at MSNBC, Nicole Wallace, and how she has been on the wrong side intentionally, intentionally, I believe, of nearly every single political story that of, pre- of, of significance of the last few years. Check this out. Talking about exterminating Latinos. 100% pants on fire. The Havana syndrome. Headaches and a loud noise. Clearly acts of aggression, acts of war. Scientists say the sounds were crickets. The Havana syndrome. Our enemies might be weaponizing technology, beaming something to hurt people's brains. The claims are scientifically implausible. Donald Trump to now investigate a conspiracy theory about COVID coming from a lab in Wuhan. This theory needs to be investigated, which is what President Biden is doing. Hunter Biden's laptop reveals emails. We shouldn't look at it as anything other than a Russian disinformation operation. The Hunter Biden 
and laptop material is genuine. The murder of a police officer, Officer Brian Sicknick, was killed in the line of duty. They beat a Capitol Police officer to death. Officer Sicknick died of natural causes. The Steele dossier. It may be dirty, but it ain't fake. Obviously, the Steele dossier is discredited by far action. I mean, this is the lunatic response to what is a very rational, evidence-based, fact-based investigation. FBI pleads guilty to doctoring email. What the report shows is something that won't be surprising to people that have spent a lot of time in the federal government. The report left former officials aghast. The FBI is exonerated today. It doesn't vindicate anyone at the FBI who touched this. They are all absolved of any wrongdoing. The activities we found here don't vindicate anybody. The Trump administration cleared peaceful Black Lives Matter protesters so the president could take a photo in front of a church. We did not find evidence that federal agents used CS gas. The D.C. police used the CS gas. Protesters were gassed to clear the way for Trump's photo op. Demonstrators were pushed out to allow contractors to build a fence, a response to damage done during the two previous nights of rioting. Russians offered a bounty for the killing of U.S. soldiers. U.S. intel walks back claim Russians put bounties on American troops. This mountain of evidence that we now have of bounties that Russia paid. The Biden White House acknowledged there was little evidence. January 6th committee's investigation into a seven-hour, 37-minute gap. Possible cover-up in the records of calls, and it is no coincidence. The call logs are complete with no missing pages. The gap is explained by use of White House landlines and cell phones. These are the facts. Let that sink in. You see how, when, by the way, that video goes on. That's just two minutes of it. There's a longer version. That's just the trailer. You see how the media, the Democrat Party, Disinformation Inc., as Gabe Kaminsky calls it, you see how they are so committed to lying to you all the time to enact their new collectivist agenda, which they can only do by lying and BSing you, that they're so committed to it that they don't even care that you know they're lying? You would think like, well, they're going to fix their lying. No, no, their solution to this is not to admit they're lying. It's to call you a liar. By attacking you, conservatives, me, Levin, Tucker, others, by attacking us from exposing them. It is the single craziest thing I've ever seen. And they're working with the government to do it. Daily Caller, Aylan Evans, in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. By the way, happy Valentine's Day to everyone as well. Got to say, I hope you have a good Valentine in your life. So get that out there. But check this out in the newsletter today. State Department funded a foreign think tank working to censor Americans. Oh, really? You probably want to read this. The State Department funded the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. That's a foreign organization that polices online platforms. Oh, they have partnerships with YouTube and Spotify. Remember YouTube threw me off for telling you masks don't work, which was which was right. And then we quit later putting a YouTube video up saying why we're leaving YouTube. And then YouTube claimed, you can't quit. We fired you. Remember, remember that? Folks, this sounds like a First Amendment issue. United States government is funding a foreign organization censoring Americans. Again, guys, I, 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 last time I checked, I got the Constitution app. There were some amendments they threw in, you know, late, later on. They're like footnotes. Did you guys see those in the First Amendment? Yeah. Government, it's not supposed to censor speech. You did. Okay. You did see that. Yeah. Someone yeah. might have missed that. See how the misinformation machine works though, with the media and then they get caught and they accuse you of misinformation? I want to show you how this works in conjunction with the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop story. We close with this. Well, why would we bring this up now? 
Well, there's going to be congressional hearings coming up about the Hunter Biden laptop and the massive disinformation machine being run on us by our government, media, liberal activists, money people, interest groups, NGOs, and others, the FBI, the intel community. It's disgusting. And look at this, the Daily Wire. Our friend Dan Chayton, he's pretty good over there, says the former spy chief Jim Clapper is now accusing Politico of distorting the letter on the Hunter Biden laptop. This is glorious. So remember when they wanted you to believe Hunter Biden's laptop with photos of Hunter Biden, emails from Hunter Biden, a Biden family sticker on the laptop, dropped off by Hunter Biden, signed by Hunter Biden with Hunter Biden's phone number, with pictures of Hunter Biden having sex with various people and doing crack on his laptop. Remember we were told that's not enough evidence to declare it Hunter Biden's laptop? Matter of fact, we were told not only is that not Hunter Biden, it's Russian disinformation. Well, Politico, of course, reported on that story before the election. To make, uh, of course, it look like Donald Trump was working with the Russians to attack Biden with videos of his son on his laptop. These spy chiefs, these former spy, uh, spy and intelligence officials, of course, chimed right in. Now they're fighting each other. Well, Politico mischaracterized it. Really, Jim? Let's play Jim Clapper on CNN right as this story dropped about the intelligence officials who said the Hunter Biden laptop signed for by Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden's emails. What did Jim Clapper say? Was he shady about it or did he just come out and say this looks like a Soviet disinformation op? I don't know. Let's just listen to Jim Clapper himself. Check this out. How much does the source matter? Right. So hear the story of this laptop. We don't know a lot. We do know that the the way that this information is getting out is through Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. How much uh, do the, the does the source matter here? Well, source matters a lot. And uh, and the timing matters a lot, I think. And to me, this is uh, just classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian uh, tradecraft at work. Mm. Joe, you didn't cut that. Did you edit that? Is that, that did you? No, a little, I think that's, the, little, no. Throw a little J.U. Ice in there, a little juice. That's what he said, right? Yeah. He said that the laptop was classic Soviet uh, tradecraft there at work. Classic. You know what's really classic? Now that Clapper, this lying, disgusting piece of human filth, and one of the weakest, most pathetic, disgraceful public servants to ever swear into the office. An embarrassment to this country, a disgrace to his family, his kids, anyone around them, is now lying about the lie. You just heard what he said. Now he's saying that when Politico indicated that the laptop was Russian disinformation, according to the letter he was commenting on, he said there was message distortion, Clapper told the Washington Post fact checker. All we were doing was raising a yellow flag that this could be Russian disinformation. Politico deliberately distorted what we said. It was clear in paragraph five. Ass clowns, these people. There was not a single shred of evidence this life loser and piece of human waste ever had that this was Soviet tradecraft. He is a fake You see how this works, Disinformation Inc.? Why did they need Clapper and these other intelligence officials to lie and indicate Hunter Biden's laptop? Again, signed for, you get the whole thing by Hunter Biden. Because they needed this moment on the stage with the debate with Donald J. Trump. Take a look. What's happening here is, you know who I am. You know who he is. You know his character. You know my character. You know our reputations for honor and telling the truth. I am anxious to have this race. I am anxious to see this take place. I am, the character of the country is on the ballot. 
our characters in the ballot. Look at us closely. Let me ask them, follow me. please respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up questions. this true about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody. Hey, President Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue Excuse of race. Me. We're Take talking about the, the issue. from hell. President Trump, Nobody. we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you've I have just... to respond to that. Please. Because look, Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly it. what, is this that's where exactly you're what This is told. where he's going. The laptop yeah. right. is Russia, yeah. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President. again with Russia. Folks, this was all coordinated for that moment. There's not a single shred of evidence anywhere on the Hunter Biden laptop that Russia had anything to do with it. None. They just made up the story. It's classic misinformation and disinformation. But the media, the liberal cabal, NGOs and others all combined, Hamilton 68 and others, to irritate you with endless streams of lies to give Biden his moment, indicating that Rudy Giuliani, I don't know who that is, but I know Rudy Giuliani, that he was working with Russia to do it. And of course, the media didn't fall for it. Yeah, they did, Dan. They repeated it. No, they didn't fall for anything. They did it on purpose because they're liars. At least the fact checkers responded, ha, February 2023. Look at this loser, Glenn Kessler. Glenn Kessler, one of the biggest dipwads in the, in the, at the Washington Post. And believe me, that's saying a lot. He just decided now, Joe, February 13th of 2023, to look into the Hunter Biden laptop with videos of, you get the point. <laughs> and his bottom line is about the letter that, uh, you know, notwithstanding, uh, the letter mainly argues that Russia may have had a role in obtaining and disseminating the emails. Notice there's no 72 Pinocchios for lying here. Glenn, do you have any evidence for that? You have any, in any notes, which could mean as little as Russian bots spreading awareness on social media. This guy's disgusting. This guy's a freaking joke and an embarrassment to humanity. Take everything this guy says and wipe your rump with it. This dipwad knew years ago that the story was real or else he's a moron. And now he jumps in. Thanks, Glenn. Piece of human waste. These people are disgusting. It is. He said it right. It's one big psyop machine and disgusting filth like this guy and Jim Clapper are, are deputies deputized by the sheriff of misinformation, Obama and Biden. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please, if you wouldn't mind, subscribe to the podcast or follow. Click the subscribe or follow button. It is absolutely free. You've been keeping us in the top 10 for now months. Uh, it's the subscriptions that matter, not so much the listens. I know it's weird. doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's the way it works. They are free. Just click that subscribe and follow button on Apple, Spotify, and at Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. We're closing in soon on 3 million subscribers there on Rumble. I really appreciate all your help. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.